Ladies and welcome to episode number 169 of the Vex on Vex podcast. My name is VexX. Join as always with my dear friend, Dave. What's going on? 69, dude. Episode 169. Now we are simulcasting. We are on Facebook. We are on YouTube. Moving up in the world. And we're trying to do this. Now the lighting on the Facebook is wacky. I'm not going to lie. Doing big things across multiple platforms. Well, we're trying. We're trying. (laughs) (laughs) Your hair looks glorious. I see you prepared for the camera today. I did not. Not at all. You you just said you did your hair. I showered yesterday before I went to work. That's that's literally all that happened. That's all that happened. I just was in making an effort not to be filthy. That's I was making an effort, sir. I tried. Much like we're trying the multiple platform podcast today. This that's camera's already sliding down. Oh no. Technical difficulties out the gate. Eleven seconds. I just okay. so all right, all right. Work out. We have a list, a hit list today. We have a hit list every week. We have a hit list. My dear friend Firepants. Firepants. Firepants, Firepants. Has a, a thing that happened in the ShopRite parking lot where she's employed. That and it involves fire. <laughs> Firepants and the parking lot. Okay. But Alec Baldwin, oh, hot take. Oh, boy. Alec Baldwin. What are your thoughts? You know what? Do I think he meant to shoot that girl on set? Eh, probably no. Do I think he's just a genuinely bad person and I kind of just don't like the guy and don't really care what happens to him? Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. You know, all actors are kind of baby shit, right? Not all of them, I feel like. Oh, you're wrong. You want a list? I feel like Keanu Reeves is a pretty normal dude. Like, they always say he's pretty normal. Pretty shitty actor, turns out. He plays himself in every movie except Nicolas Cage, and he's terrible. I hate Nicolas Cage. I have a big... All right, now, the fact that you bring up Nicolas Cage is a thing. Go ahead. Have you ever seen Moonlighting? Yeah. No, wrong show. Fuck. No, what's it called? Moonstruck. Yes. He is not Nicolas Cage in that movie. No. I just saw the shit three days ago with Cher on cable. It's a great fucking film. It's delightful. I've seen it a million times. It's one of my wife's favorites. It's a great movie. And he, in that movie, is not Nicolas Cage. Admit it. Admit it. Uh, All right. I'll begrudgingly give you that and what's fucked up about that movie, he's like 24 in that movie. Yeah. And she's like 40. Now, he doesn't play someone who's 24. He plays someone who's like 38, yeah. 35. And they aged him a little bit, just like in Peggy Sue Got Married, again, where he does not play Nicolas Cage. All right. You know what? Fine. I'll give you some of Nicolas Cage's earlier work. Was not just Nicholas. When do you feel, as a viewer, he jumped the shark to only be Nicholas Cage in all of his shit? Con Air. Yeah, that's kind of sucked. Right, but right, he had right, they right. had the southern accent. Yeah, Remember so that Nicholas Cage with a bad fake <laughs> accent. I can do that in a party. <clears throat> that's that's not acting. The one that I saw a couple times is the San Francisco one with um, uh, James Bond's in it. Fuck, what's that one called? I don't know. It's right after Con Air. It's like the next movie. Uh, I don't know. He's Agent something. Um, oh, it's The Rock. Re- the Rock's really good. Rock but he's just playing Nicholas Cage. I was, I was literally trying to figure out which James Bond you meant, and that's what threw me off. That's the only James Bond there is, man. Uh, untrue. Untrue. Who's your favorite Bond? Sean Connery. Well, that's Definitely. insane. That's he's the only one. Favorite, that's the one there is. But what? What? What was it? After that, there was what? Uh, oh, here's what. Oh, no, Roger Moore was the worst. Roger Moore was one of them. Only had one movie. Moore's it might, not. It the, might have been Roger Moore. P- 
Pierce Brosnan was decent when he did it. See, for me, he was just Remington Steele in it in a movie. Okay, like, but uh, still, uh, I mean, uh, at least he wasn't Pierce. Brosnan. The Daniel Craig guy is pretty cool. Yeah, I kind of really dig him, but it kind of, it kind of, it doesn't <clears> really <throat> quite fit the Bond mold a whole hundred percent. But the films are cool. I, I was never a huge Bond fan to begin with. Like, it never really did it for me. No, no. I think it's to be British or something. Or really, really, you know, like a boomer. If you're a boomer, it's like a thing. Yeah. We're not boomers. Yeah, we're close. Gen X, motherfucker. We're not close. I was raised by boomers. So were you. It's true. Fucking close. The fuck out of here. Yeah, what are you going to do? I have beef. But anyway, what's your thoughts on Alec Baldwin? I want to do the baby. Oh. Oh, shit. What happened? There's a spot on my ceiling. Oh, there is. And I just fixed that. Fucking roof. You anyway, call a roofer. Now I gotta paint it again. Motherfucker. Mm, that sucks. It did rain heavy the other day, though. It certainly did. Ah, upsetting. Anyway, all right. I want to start with something else and then go back to Alec Baldwin. Okay. I love a show called The Shield. Like I love it. Like it's like one of my favorite shows ever, 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 ever. Michael ever. Yes, okay. love it. In 2019, pre-pandemic, they did like a Shield reunion. Where all the people who didn't murder their wives and was in prison, because one of the actors did, sat around, not all the actors, but a lot of them, and they discussed it. And at the end of it, they all cried. All the men cried, because they're soft as baby shit. And, like, the shield's tough. No, they're playing yeah. tough. Right. And, like, actors are just, and listen, I'm not talking about sexuality. I, this is important. I don't mean, like, they're guy or something, but they're very weak and feminine and musicians are like tougher, frankly. Uh, I would agree to a certain extent. Um, musicians, for the most part, like musicians that we favor, yes. But like, I don't know. Like, I'd rather I, I. I wouldn't. I don't like the Rolling Stones. I don't want to fight the Rolling Stones when they're thirty years old or twenty-five years old. Probably not. I could fight some actors. Oh, <laughs> like, 100%. I, I'm not a. So anyway. Actors are just fake and soft as baby shit. I dated an actress in the so, 90s. So here's an interesting take on that. Yes. If you are, as you put it, a soft little bitch, right? Yes. Uh, does it somehow lend you to molding yourself into certain situations to appear more palatable to depending on the group of people you're around? No, this and, is and does that does that become the basis of acting? Uh, Keanu Reeves is not a good actor, and we all like Keanu Reeves. Uh, yeah, and all that shit that he does as John Wick, he physically trained and can do as John, Wick. which is pretty awesome. So I'm not fighting Keanu Reeves ever. No, no, probably not. If he was a good actor and he was De Niro level of actor, I feel like I could beat up Keanu. I could beat up Keanu Reeves. So maybe there is a thing to it where you have to be like nothing, and just like nothing, so you can, like you said, shape into things. Like right. I don't know, man. You have to be malleable. That's the, that is the adjective of the day. M much like baby shit, like you said, <laughs> they're you just have, soft. you have to be soft to be. They're malleable, just and like right? I can't like actors are just pussies. And here's the thing. All right, I had a discussion yesterday. Whereas an actor would would and to to your point that you think musicians are not, <clears throat> you know, it's it's 180 degrees in the opposite direction if you really think about it. An actor. Prides themselves and makes themselves better by being that person. People like musicians and rock stars because they go on stage and do the exact opposite. Here I am, fucking deal with it. This is who I Embrace am. Embrace who I am. Yeah. Okay, that, that might be the whole thing. 
That might be the whole fucking gig, actually. I feel like maybe it is. I feel like I've stumbled upon one of the great mysteries of the universe today. I just think that actors are shit. I agree. I really do. And I do. I watch TV a lot. I watch films a lot. I enjoy these things. I'm not a news person when I watch television. Fuck news. I watch things that are creative. And I, I do like actors. To watch them, to know them as people. They're, and there's this movie called fucking, I'm sorry, a movie, a series called, <laughs> I can't even think of the name of it. It starts with a Barry that's on HBO. Oh, Barry. Have you seen that? No. Number one, it's really, really good. Number two, it shows that actors are complete pieces of shit. Yeah. Like, it just shows it. They're just all about their stupid career, and right. they will step on anyone to do anything. Yeah. And you have to be some <laughs> level of, like, bizarrely self-important to do it. I mean, we're bizarrely self-important, too. Yeah. You want a thousand people to fucking watch you on stage or something wrong with you. Also true. <clears throat> but, I don't know. I, I just Oh, there's people, there's chats. People are watching. Oh, boy, look at that. There's three comments on there. I can see them. I can't see what it says from here. The camera's too far away. <laughs> but there it is. And here we are on multiple platforms. So, to sum it up, I, I, Alec Baldwin has been in movies for 40 years, right. 35 years. In that 35 years, he's handled weapons dozens of times. He was a producer on the film. Right. He is liable because, A, I was explained by other actors who were baby shit, every time you pick up a weapon since Brendan Lee got murdered 30 years ago on fucking film. Yeah. And by the way, that wasn't a bullet. Did you know that story? I did not. He wasn't, he wasn't killed by a bullet. They had fired a bunch of um, blanks. Yeah. And there was a piece of paper in the barrel from the yeah, blank. Uh -huh. They put the next blank in, and the blank hit it so hard it projectiled into his abdomen and killed him. So there, there are still, um, there are even when you fire a blank, there is still like a pieces of wadding and yes. casing that are in there. That I mean, it's it's a gunshot. Yes, it's going to be projected out of there at, at a high ridiculous velocity, ridiculous amounts of velocity. So whatever's in there, yes, can kill you. So that was an honest mistake. They didn't clean the barrel. Right. Oops. But um, this one's a real bullet in a real gun. Now, the armorer on set... I'm going off on a tangent. I do apologize. No, it's fine because I know where you're going with this and I heard this myself. Well, the armorer had the guns out that morning and they were shooting off rounds... In, in the, the desert. Like out in the desert. Before they did production that day. Yeah, bad right. call. <laughs> I mean, is it? here's the thing. It's not if you do your job. If you take out seven weapons, right... At 6 o'clock in the morning when it was, or 8 o'clock in the morning, and you don't film until 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you have seven weapons you have to just completely empty. Not that complicated. Let's be honest. Right. But she was young, and she was not experienced, and she got it because her father was a great armorer. Go ahead. And why else did she get it? What do you mean? So, in the midst, I believe the movie was called Rust they were making. Okay. Again, Alec Baldwin himself was the producer yes he was the executive producer of the film but there's like five of them to be honest and he was the star of the film in making this movie <clears throat> he uh circumvented a bunch of like studio things and like wasn't using like uh the typical like union no exactly nobody was using this true um he had hired all of these people because <clears throat> They were not part of you know the Screen Actors Guild and the union or For cheaper. the Teamsters or whatever, and was got a real cheap deal on it. So if you think about it in those terms, if you look at it that way, he's a bit more responsible than just oh I fired a gun that somebody gave me that happened to have a bullet in it. 
Don't you think? Well, no. So here's where I, I got. I didn't finish my. If you yourself willingly hired unqualified people to put a roof on somebody's I, house. I do all the time. I do all the time. I do. I took. My friend Will T from the band yes, Doghouse. But don't you oversee every, every little aspect. bit of everything? Every, every aspect. Well, apparently that's what you have to do when you <clears throat> hire unprofessional people. However. Which he did not do. Every actor says, even if you're just the actor and not the executive producer, when they hand you a weapon, it is your responsibility to check your weapon, to show it to the person you're firing it. They check it. You check it. Now we fucking film. Yes. And... All the actors got on TV and said this shit. They were like, listen, he should have checked the fucking gun himself. Yeah, like, 100%. fucking armorer, you did it. Check if there's live rounds in there. Because a bullet looks different than a blank. It just does. And that one had a fucking cylinder. So just open the weapon and look at it. It would have taken you seconds. If nothing else, I mean... <clears throat> and it's basic thing, like, there's a, at the very least a liability issue there. And then somebody asked this amazing question, and I don't have an answer for it. Why are there any real guns on set ever? Right. Toy guns in the 1980s looked so perfect. Yeah, that you would never know the difference. Especially on especially on a set where you can do anything later and add in fire and all this shit. Right. I don't know. There should be, I don't know. I, I don't care. Lady's dead. That's sad as fuck. It is. And then here's the thing. You know he's not going to jail, right? Yeah, he's going to pay his way out of it. Well, not even that. They're going to suspend the sentence, air quotes, I guarantee. He had to be charged. But it's like if you hit somebody with your car and you're not drunk, you can get the same charge. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? But then nothing happens to you because you didn't fucking really do anything wrong, but someone died. Right. What it opens it up for is that this guy, the husband of the late person, can now file a fucking, a fucking, isn't that? That's a fucking, they can file, fucking. they can file a lawsuit that he's liable. That's yeah. about what it comes down to. Yeah, I, I think, honestly, and like you said, what it really unfortunately will boil down to is that, no, he won't do any jail time. He'll get some suspended sentence or probation out of the the criminal aspect of it, but it will most likely aid in any family member's attempt to get money from a civil lawsuit. Which they already kind of made nice, nice on Twitter and stuff. Like, I don't think if the, the husband's not going to sue. The husband wants to work in the industry, wink, wink, so we'll just put up with it. How okay, so he's a soft baby shit actor, too. Well, he's in the business. So, and I know he's not, he's behind the scenes, he's not an actor, but he's like production or whatever the fuck right, he is. So, so he'll just play ball. And that's the gig. That's a pretty hard ball to swallow, though. Is it? What if you hate your wife? You don't know. I've been married a lot. You like your wife, so you can't identify with this man's quite a bit, actually. <laughs> All right. I want to I want to shift gears from Alec Baldwin. The fire pants story. Fire pants. Fire pants. I have some concerns <clears throat> about this. What are your concerns? Well, I'll let you tell the story first. No, no, no. Then, no. Then I want to hear the concerns. concerns. Let me readjust the camera. It keeps fucking up. What's your concerns? I'm 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 starting to wonder uh if if our friend Fire Pants there, uh, you know, she, she's got a thing for the firemen. She doesn't have a thing for firemen, hence her name. She's now surrounded by fires. No, this one wasn't her fault, she's actually. Not, not a budding arsonist. We're, we're, not, we're, we're clear of that. It would, have, it would have happened by now. No, I'm just saying. I mean, if you really, really want firemen to come where you are, set a fire. I'm just saying. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you might be a bad person. Who, me? Yes. Why? You know what I'm, what's occurring to me now? What? We don't see the comments on that screen over there. No, we don't. But we, there are several. You can see we that. We didn't test that microphone. 
We have no we idea. We just what's plugged working. it in. All those comments just say we can't hear you. <laughs> I'm I gonna, hope that's a thing. I really hope it is. Pull your phone out and check the, the my my fucking live and see if there's anything that makes sense. Don't play the volume on. That'd be weird. I'm trying. Not. If they say they can't hear us, you can check the chats. But I will tell the firepan story whenever you're ready. Go ahead. Just start telling <clears> me. <throat> we'll figure it out. We'll work on that. There you go. All right. Firepants, our dear friend, works at a shop right. Some kid who's working at the shop right, we're going to say roughly 19, maybe 20 years old. It works. It's, it's, it's a little low, but it's functional. Now we'll take it. Okay. Tiffany says she is toggling, toggling between Facebook and YouTube. Dun, 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 dun. Multiple platforms. That's ridiculous, but okay. All right, back to the story. Fire, <clears throat> Fire. So this kid is like 19 or 20 years old. It's a male, I believe. Works at this uh, shop, right? And he's literally sitting in the back on his ass, as 19, 20-year-old kids do. Oh, yeah. And a big manager, not a regular manager, like a big manager comes in, maybe GM level, and is like, um, do you need something to do? And he's like, no, I'm fine. And then she's like, you don't know who I am, do you? And he's like, no. And she's like, well, listen, there's plenty of things. There's busy work. I can give you something to do. And he's like, no, no, I'm fine. And she's like, just come to the office. Yeah. Right? They come to the office. I don't First have. Off, strong move. I appreciate it. Wait, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. I appreciate you. Just, no, I'm good. Thanks. No, no, no big worries. I feel like that's a piece of shit move. Why? All right. If you did it when you were 30, yeah, cool. You applied for the fucking job, okay? I don't mind you stealing company time. If you get caught, you got caught. Hey, you're right. Whatever you need, I'll do. And then just push the broom for two minutes till she leaves and then sit back on your ass. To be blatantly disrespectful and demeaning is a fucked up move. Maybe you didn't give a shit about the job. You applied. That's what doesn't make any sense to me. Some kid, this kid, got up in the morning. Five seconds ago, what if argument was maybe this dude hated his life. Maybe this dude hates his job and doesn't give a fuck. You didn't even let me finish. Well, continue, please. I hear you that he hates his job. I hated every job I ever fucking had. Okay? pretty much. I woke up in the morning one day and got a shower, brushed my teeth, combed or shaved my head, and then went to my job interview. I wanted this job. When I got the job, they called me a week later. I'm excited. I'm elated. Oh, my God. I got a job. Oh, my God. Now, the older you get, you know, you know, in four months, I'm going to hate this fucking place. Yep. But today, I need new tires on my piece of shit car, and I'm glad someone gave me this fucking job. So at least if you get caught being a piece of shit, it's okay to be a piece of shit. But if you get caught being a piece of shit, acknowledge it. Be like, yeah, I, I, what you, I, I got you. Whatever you need. That's how it works. But right. instead, he's a piece of shit. Here's the thing. You could have just resigned. If you hate it that much, just leave. But no, you're sitting there collecting money and doing nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> and you got caught. So now you're caught. Just say, you're, yes, sure ma'am. he has a, a blossoming career in government. Oh, it gets so much worse. It gets so much fucking worse. No government for this person ever. No, bullshit. That's what they all do. So I guess the long and the short of it is they, they, they fire the person. I don't know how it worked or whatever. And this, we're going to say, happens 9 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock in the morning. That night, 12 hours later, same parking lot, where there's cameras, 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 cameras. This person walks up with a gas can, pours it. All over the perceived manager's car, not even the right manager. Pours it all over, lights it on fire, kaboom, car's on fucking fire, walks home with the gas can. Like blatant motherfucker shit. Like just walks home with the gas can, can't afford tires for the car, obviously, couldn't drive. 
And then (laughs) bought the gas can. Like went, spent the ten dollars, got the can. This This is Shoprite. You think he bought the gas can at Shoprite? I don't. I don't think they sell them at Shoprite. I bet they do. I don't think they do. But there's like an AutoZone right up the street. Most gas stations will have a small one. Yes. Because then you you run out of gas. So like, she gets done work and she comes outside, fire pants, and there's just a car on fire, (laughs) and there's fire trucks and there's cops. And they're like, it's on camera. We know who did it. This wasn't her car, though, correct? No, thank God. She's got a Cadillac, a nice one, a white Cadillac. Was this, now this was, she works at the shop, right? Yes. Okay. She's an employee of the shop, right? Okay. So so she's aware of who this person is. Not really. It's a giant store. Okay. You don't know every employee in your building. I mean, you might know of them, but you don't know them. I do. You do? You're that personable? I, I work in a pretty small building. But she doesn't. Like, shoppers are huge. Yeah. And there's kids coming in out who are, you know, new. Like, she's... Because there's a bunch of turnover. You probably just get new people every week. I would assume as much. It's a shitty job. But that's the thing. You have a a shitty job. And then when you have a shitty job, the real move is to apply for a less shittier job. Yeah. Get that job. And then you say, fuck you and walk out. Right. Which we've all done. I've resigned. But I never was, like, blatantly... If I'm there and you're paying me, I'm going to listen a little bit. Have you ever... Now, in your job history, there's you, a lot of them. I've had my fair share also. Do you tend to give two weeks' notice or are you just middle fingers out the door? I never middle finger out the door. I very rarely give two weeks' notice. It's, it's over like 90% no. 90% is definitely no fucking notice, but I, I don't middle finger out the door. Okay. Because when you, if you, if you're an adult when you're giving two weeks' notice. I was always a jerk off kid, and I got a new yeah. jerk off kid job, and I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm not going to work here anymore. Like, I've resigned over the phone before. I, I, yeah, I'm a kid. I, well, I'm sorry. I was a kid. And yeah. I, I did such things. We've all done those things. Yeah. Either way, Alec Baldwin shot somebody. And there was a car on fire at the shop, right? Dun, 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 dun. Now, right, do you have anything you want to bring? You were bringing up the fucking drummer from fucking Pink Floyd. Fuck Pink Floyd. Ah, uh, why? Right. I got a list, motherfucker. You want why? Today is Nick Mason's birthday. Who the fuck's Nick Mason? Nick Mason's the drummer for Pink Floyd. Obviously not a good drummer. Obviously not. I don't think he's that good. <laughs> I mean, doesn't... Is it that hard to be the drummer for Pink Floyd? We would never call him drummer extraordinaire ever. No, at no point would I refer to anybody uh, who plays drums for Pink Floyd as an extraordinaire. Ever. Fucking Pink Floyd. Sid Barrett was the band. I disagree. He created it. So? And remember, is it Gilmore? Is that his name? Yes. Gilmore was brought in to replace Barrett. And so he did. No, it's, that's the point, though. It's not his. And then he's the guy who has the band. That's where it's fucked up. Four dudes. Is it five dudes or four dudes? <clears throat> originally. Five. I believe five. So five, I think it was four originally. Four originally, yeah. Because, like, no keys and stuff. So the four dudes make the band. Boom, we're a band. Sid is the creative force for said band. And it's like artsy and weird and it's not my fucking thing and some people like it and I'm not that person. Whatever. But it was it was unique. They invented moving lights. Did you know that? I did not. Sid is the guy. Like we go and we see like lights that move in a show. And yeah. they do like He invented that. Sometimes there even are those lights <laughs> at our shows. Dun, 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 dun. He invented that. He was the first rock star, I think, you can look this up, to wear like eye makeup on stage. Like it hadn't been done before. Like, and then it became like normalized later, but just to wear like eyeliner and stuff. Can you think of anybody before Sid Barrett who did it? Floyd was like 64, 65. Yeah, like mid 60s. Yeah. So he's like the guy. He, he has, he did things that became norm later. 
And then he just one trip too many. He was already way more than one too many. Way well, he was already grappling with mental illness, but doesn't help. But surviving, which makes you creative. And then when you put a heavy, a heavy amount of drugs on top of that, yeah, he just snapped. And so the band is well. I don't know. You got to help me. Cause I'm not a fan. The famous record, the first one, The Wall's not the first one. That's the site. Dark Side of the Moon's the first one. Yes. Is that all Gilmore, or is there any Sid on that at all? Because You Crazy Diamond is about Sid. Yeah. So, no, I don't think. There There may be some tunes that he had a hand in writing, but he's definitely not playing them on that album. So their major success is without him. Yes. But there is no band unless he formed it. True. So it's yeah. this weird, and let's be honest, a lot of people like the original material. Yeah, because because Dark Side was like their big hit, but it wasn't their first album. No, 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 that's their commercial you success. Know, they're, they're they're really out there. Sid Barrett stuff is like Saucer Full of Secrets, which mm-hmm. is, is just so avant-garde and strange that even I, as a fan of the band, don't like. Okay. It's, I, just, it's a little too much. I'm wired wrong, where I don't appreciate much that's avant-garde. I have problems, and I and I know that's my shortcoming as a no, person. No, it's not. It's just what you like. It, it's and and for me, I'm I'm sort of in the same boat. And honestly, if I heard Pink Floyd today for the first time, I don't know that I'd be a fan. Really, I'm shocked by that because there's moments in Pink Floyd that I adore. It's just conceptually, I, I don't know that I'd be as big of a fan as I was at one point. I don't want to sit through Shot on Your Crazy Diamond for five minutes before the real part of the song that I like kicks in. When the verses and the, and the vocals kick in. Like, that's an ex- yeah. exceedingly long time. It is. I uh, agree. And then, so when I got it on CD and then put it on my iPod, I would just fast forward. You yeah. know what I mean? And then where I wanted it to come in. And I'd be like, oh, this is really nice. And it is really nice. And I do enjoy it. But just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not a Floyd guy. And then I, I guess you have to do, I was told if you did more drugs, I would maybe appreciate it. I did a lot. Okay. And maybe that's what it was. But I didn't. I'm just so. But I don't know. I'm just not a fluid guy. So it's his birthday. Happy birthday. Hope you die soon. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> Is anybody else's birthday today? It might be. We Who else's birthday? If we ask the peanut gallery, we can't see the fucking things. They don't. You know. Don't Does know. anybody else know mm-hmm. whose birthday it is today? You could check the date. You have a phone. I have a phone. January 27th birthdays. You could do that, sir. <laughs> we could produce together. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> Nick Mason. It sounds like a guy who had been in a synth pop band in the uh, early England, early I'm sorry, early eighties in, in the UK. Is what I meant to say. Let's see. January twenty seventh. Yeah. Birthdays. I got famous birthdays today. Let's see what the list says. Dun 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 dun. Mozart's birthday today. That's a fucking person. I'll take that one. Right. Deaf motherfucker. Mm. That's it. All this list. Wait, there's more. Is Nick Mason listed? That'd be amazing if he's not listed. Uh, I literally don't know who any of these people are. Who are read one. Freddie Carter, TV actor? Nope. Kathleen Lights, YouTube star? Nope. Edward, Edward Centino? No. Or we can stop. Yeah, they're, they're I, don't, bad. I don't know any of these people. So happy birthday, Nick Mason. I was just kidding. I don't hope you die. I hope you have a nice long longevity-filled life. I have a Howie Mandel situation that I heard on a different podcast, which blew... Oh, you know whose birthday it is? Whose? John Witherspoon. Who the fuck's that? The old man, the dad from Friday. He's dead, bro. Yeah, but it's his birthday. Oh, right? that's... I was discussing him yesterday. <laughs> that's awesome. Yesterday, in a car. Dude, 
Normally go in there. 35, 45 minutes. He used to open up for uh, Richard Pryor back in the day. That's awesome. He's a pretty good comedian. Dude, he's funny as shit. As shit. As shit. With the spray bottle. Aww. How come every time I'm in the kitchen, you're in the kitchen? I remember... Do you ever watch Black Jesus? No. It was so good! And he was the homeless guy on Black Jesus. <laughs> Black Jesus is like a very underrated fucking little TV show. It ended because Charlie Murphy died. Oh. And then Witherspoon died, so that's like two major fucking characters. Yeah. That shit's over. Black Jesus is awesome. You should watch that shit. I think... Is it on fucking Hulu? It's on one of the streamers. How many streamers do you pay for in a month in your life? Oh, I don't even know anymore. All a right, lot. let's do the list. Do you, have, do you have Hulu? Yep. Do you have Netflix? Yep. Okay. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yep. That's three. Uh, Disney? No. Okay, good, good, good. I have Disney. I don't pay for it. Steal it. Um, Peacock. No. And then there's another one that I never remember. Paramount. That's it. I think we have that one. And I have HBO Max. You pay for that? Yeah. See, I have HBO on my cable. So I already have HBO. So when did you when did you cut the cord? Not long. Less than a year. And has it changed your life at all? I don't watch TV, so I don't really care. No, I hardly ever watch TV. No sports, nothing. I also have ESPN Plus, so I can watch uh, UFC fights. Dun, 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 dun. I'm an Eagles guy. So I am also an Eagles guy. I have to watch every fucking game. I need TV for that. I know. So I pay for my cable every month. Dun, dun, dun. Fair. Where do you watch them? Wherever I want. No, I'm serious though. Like how? Like so you can watch the games through what service or how do you do it? Uh you can get a uh, Fox Sports app. We'll have it. Really? Yeah. Even if it's on like NBC and shit? Mm, no, you have to get the other one. So you have to go app to app to watch an Eagles game. Yeah, depending on the network that's airing the game. Yeah, I can't handle that shit. I'm an old man. I can't do it. Generation, Generation X. X. Not a thing. It's just like a channel. You watch them on different channels when you have cable. Alright, that makes sense. <laughs> Putting apps on my TV melts my face. I have Sony's. I have two Sony TVs. I have one in my living room, one in my bedroom. They're exactly the same TV, just five years difference in, in age. <laughs> no, they are. I had like so I had like a sixty-five in my living room or something, and then I went to my neighbor's house. He has like an eighty-five inch television. I was like, yeah. I, would, I would like a bigger television, please. So this thing is great. So then I got a seventy-five inch, which is a pretty big TV. Pretty big it's not an eighty-five inch. And so I put the 65 in my bedroom, and now that's one bedroom, I'm like, ah, because it's so big. Yeah. Like, it's huge, right? People grow, like, females will go in, like, that's a big television. And I'm like, no, it's not. This is my neighbor's 85, you know. And he's like, oh, I might want to get a 100 inch TV for my wall, you know? Uh, and then I'm like, I, I will. It's not the thing you want girls to think is big in the bedroom. Well, I'm just saying. I, 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 <laughs> I don't, I have no, no snappy retort. I like, to be like, oh, it's really big. I have nothing to say. No. I don't no. care. I'm, I'm old. I don't give a fuck anymore. There was a time when I probably gave a fuck. Does it work? Yeah, most of the time. I'm going our age, it's not a I woke up this morning. All right, this is this is some personal shit. And you don't have to answer this if you want. Okay. I'm Fine. late 40s. Morning boners are less common now than they were in my 20s. Yeah, well, boners in general are less common when you're in your 20s because that's... 90% of your day. But every morning when I was in my 20s, I learned I'd have to get up with this fucking thing and you have to piss really bad. Yeah. And I'd have to do 10 push-ups just to soften my own dick and get the heart running, the blood running through my heart. At no point have I ever done that. It works. And then you can piss. Well, this morning I woke up Why with... Why can't you piss? Because it's up in the air! You just pee in the shower. Ha ha! 
which I don't like to do. And then this morning, you don't, you understand? No, no, no. I mean, I'm not saying I don't pee in the shower. I, I pee in the fucking shower. There's two kinds of people on this earth: people that pee in the shower and fucking liars. Exactly. All right, amen. That's it. That is the truth. <laughs> I have mistakenly pooped in the shower, but oh, that's whatever. Did you, <laughs> <laughs> did you waffle stop? I didn't have to. I have uh, a whole system. Wow. <laughs> This has occurred more often than Well, me. no, it was like an illness. So it wasn't much oh, of, you know what I mean? It's one of them. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, and you're already there. It's like, all right. So it's liquidy. <laughs> and you just get the really excessively hot water. It works. I bleach everything. So the we came on this podcast to discuss current events and musical topics. And here we are down the hole, shitting in the shower. It was a mistake. It wasn't intentional. I was there. How many people intentionally shit in the shower? Intentionally? Yeah. Do you think there's a group of people out yes. there in the world that yes. intentionally shit in the shower? Because there's a group of person that anything you can think of pornographically that's into it. Oh, yeah. So that's the thing. I know someone shitting in the shower right now, probably as they're listening to this. That's not that Do we? We have fucked up friends. You're gonna lie to yourself. We Our friends are fucked, fucked up. up. I don't know if they're fucked up enough to intentionally shit in the no, shower. No, to admit that they shit in the shower, we don't know. But they shit in the shower. I know. I know you do. No. If you if you if you text or call into the show right now and tell us in detail that you intentionally shit in the shower, and we'll talk about it on this air, we'll give you a Wawa gift card. We have them, like literally. Like, oh like, shit, there is one right there. That wasn't even. <laughs> we have a ten dollars. Ten dollars. There it is. Ten dollar Wawa gift if card. If you if you call in and tell us about shitting in your shower, and we'll put you live. We will. We even have you on the show. We you will. will not be allowed to use Rex's shower ever. Well, there's a guest shower because I'm not poor, but uh, but <laughs> I used to be poor. Do you want to be that close to it? Ah, I gotta be honest. All right. Being a roofer and working, I, there was a time in my life where I worked for Orkin Pest Control. There's nothing I can't survive. Oh, nothing. That, that's fine. I can clean anything. I can clean anything. Like, like this is in my book. This is the part where I should plug it. I'm not going to plug it. 12 feet tall, bulletproof. Lulu Publishing. Actually, Lulu.com is the publisher. Anyway, buy the book, you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I microphone definitely got none of that. Lulu Publishing. Oh, I thought we're doing that. 12 Feet Tall and Bulletproof. The Vex X autobiography. Normally I pull the book up. It's right there. I'm not doing it. There it is. I see it. Let me do it. Right next to David Bowie. I got that as a gift from your drummer. He's your drummer too. Now. Back then he was your drummer. (laughs) We do Pilfer. He's a good drummer. I agree. Johnny Mac, you're a good drummer. You're a good drummer, Johnny Mac. Dread Star thinks so too. Stir in the pot. Dead air. Okay. I, I like that. I like dead air. Okay. <laughs> we usually try to avoid that, but hey. because you did that, I lost all semblance of a thread. I don't even remember what we were. I have no idea. You like that's good. I, I remember people shitting in the showers, you plugging a book, <laughs> David Bowie and oh. Ziggy Stardust, and Johnny Mac. I now remember. Perfect. I'm glad I got you there. I worked for Orkin Pest Control. Yes, that's where it was, Pest Control. Now, I don't know. All right, I remember I had it's one of these many shitty jobs. I'm sitting in an office, 
and a desk. Now, the irony is, it was if it rained, I was at this desk. If it snowed, I was at this desk. If it was nice out, I was at this desk. And they paid me the same amount of money every week. And it was pretty good money back in the 90s. And the Orkin little old man would come in once a month and spray. And I'm like, that job looks easy. I'm like, hey, man, are they hiring? I want to be a tech. I don't want to sit here in a desk all day, you know? And he's like, he's a little man. He's like, yeah. And he gave me a card. So I went and I applied. And of course, they hire you because they'll hire anyone, it turns out. I didn't know that. Because it's like high turnover because the job sucks. Because the job is fucked. <laughs> so eventually, I go on vacation for my job. I never return back. <laughs> I'm just like, I quit. Yep. Bye bye. And then I, I started working. And another job that did not get two weeks notice. No, 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 no. no. no Orkin doesn't either. So I, I go to I go to Orkin Pest Control. Spoiler alert. And the first two weeks, I'm in a truck with a guy who's like late forties, early fifties, like boomer guy. Because it's a long time ago. I was fucking twenty. He looked seventy. No, he was cool, man. And he was like, I really love Pat Benatar when I was a kid, man. And he was cool. He liked him. And he was like, and I would literally, I was like, I was like podcasting then all day in the truck. I'm like, tell me about your life. Where'd you grow up? What kind of music did you like? Like shit like that to pass the day. And then occasionally we have to go kill some things and then clean them up. And that part sucked. So we do this for two weeks. At the end of the two weeks, they're like, okay, your test to get your license isn't for another month. So in that month, we got to put you somewhere. And they put me on night work like you. Yeah. And they sent me <clears throat> to Atlantic City in a work truck. And I had to get on the scissor lift. Dude, 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 dude. And hang a thing called Nixle light on the beams of a fucking indoor garage for the bus, the, the, the casino buses, the terminal. Because pigeons would land on it and shit all over the buses. And I could only do this at night because buses are zipping in and out all day, right? So I check in at midnight, that's when my job starts, in fucking AC, and I gotta start gluing this shit on. And the guy who's assigned at the casino 24-7 as the guy, not 24-7, but his whole job is to be the fucking working guy at the casino. If they yeah. kill, And he's like, this is a pretty easy gig, man. You can kind of do what you want. He takes me on a tour. He's like, I recently lost 200 pounds. That was weird. Like, he was one of those guys with the really hangy skin. It was a thing. He was a nice guy. And so he, taught, he took me to the place where we get a free lunch in the fucking... Um, the cafeteria and in the, in the casino, all this shit. But I have to go to work eventually. And I'm like, all right. And this is before iPods. I wasn't smart enough to wear headphones. I'm just sitting there gluing shit. Yeah. And it's it's a, for, a, a forebearer or it's like a precursor to what's going to be the rest of my life. Living on a ladder and scissor lifts. Yeah. But I don't know this shit, right? So I'm in the scissor lift and I'm just working. And motherfucker, at like 4 o'clock in the morning, a casino bus clips my scissor lift. I didn't fall out of it, but I fell inside of it. And I felt something happen to my back. And it, it worried me. I was a young man. I'm like, oh my God, I got a back problem. 20 is fucked up, you know? And so they sent me to the hospital. They gave me a shot. I didn't like that. I had to drive home in the work truck. That was a whole fucking thing. Then my mother's like, call a lawyer. <laughs> and I was on fucking like, I spent the entire summer on workman's comp. <laughs> Nothing was wrong. Nothing no, was wrong. I'm good. Nothing was wrong. But she's like, no, you're going to get some money out of this. You can't get run over by casino people. It's a problem. Yeah. He was probably drunk. Four o'clock in the morning. Why are you clipping scissor lifts? You're not paying attention where your boss is at? Yeah. I wasn't in the roadway. I was against the wall, motherfucker. Why are you hitting me? No problem. So I'm out the entire summer. I had just bought what became the band house. We spent the whole summer working on the band house as a family because I was there and they were paying me for this. Well, now they're pissed at me. They're like, you know what? You got to come back to work Monday. 
And I, I call my lawyer. He's like, yeah, go back. You know what I mean? Like, you can do light duty. Yeah. And I go in and they were like, all right, I need you to go to here, 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 and here. And I'm like, I don't have a license. They're like, you can use my license. So now we're fast and fucking loose with the licenses. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that's okay. You told me before it was a fucking thing. Um, Frank's Nursery. Do you remember Frank's Nursery? Yes, I do. I told this story one time before in the podcast. I walk in. They're like, oh, it's in the back, buddy. And I'm like, okay. What's in the back? And I open the door. 78 dead mice as far oh. as the eye can see from the poison and they're just stacked and the room is about two of these like we're in this dining room okay two of these you open the doors and it's just as far as your eye can see dead mice oh and it's my job to pick them up i don't have gloves or anything so i go back to my work truck and i'm like i can survive anything right so i put a plastic fucking bag on this arm a plastic bag on fucking this arm now I got two black bags, right? Two black bags. And I, when you ever pick up a dead mouse, yeah, it feels like plastic because there's no bones, right? The cartilage just feels yeah. like plastic when they're dead. 70, I counted one to 78 dead mice. It's I have two. You them. Huh? It's concerning that you count them. I count everything, it turns out. I have a problem. I have OCD. I know what the fuck I am. I'm not, it's not a bad thing. Dude, where are we? I, ca- I count a lot of shit too. Really? Yeah, all the time. Stairs. Yeah. I know how many steps are everywhere. So do I. If I'm walking from my truck with something heavy to a building, I know it's 78 paces or it's 64 paces or it's 28 paces. Yes. Mm-hmm. All the time. So see, you're as fucked up as I am. Don't tell me it's concerning. <laughs> at no point did I ever even debate that at all. I would wager that I'm way more fucked up than you. Morning Radio 5. All right. So I pick up all these dead fucking mice. I got two bags filled with dead mice. I put them in the back of the truck. It's at this moment I decide I'm resigning from this position. I did the task, but nah, I'm good. Now, I drove from my house in my work truck to Pensacola, New Jersey, right? Then I get in, I got the, the, the work orders and I went to work. I don't have a car. I take the work truck back to Pensacola, drop the bags of dead mice in the office, throw the keys on the desk, and I'm like, I resigned. And I walk out. And this is before cell phones. It's the 90s. I have to call my friend Twisted. Here's a shout out for Twisted. On a payphone. Of course, he has no job. He's home. And he's like, what's up? I'm like, can you please come to Pensacola and rescue me? Yeah. <laughs> and he picked me up and I never looked back and fucked that job. That's pretty close to a fuck you I quit. It is a fuck you I quit. I wasn't licensed. It was irresponsible. It was 100% irresponsible. 78 dead mice. Come on! That's a lot of that's a lot of dead. That was excessive, and the people who work there knew that back room was just filled with dead mice. Oh yeah, they sent you there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, they're in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Like like as if somehow you're just gonna open the door and they're back there like smoking cigarettes and playing cards. They're in the back, hanging out. Get those fuckers. That turns out. What's the worst job you ever had? Oh, working's not it for me. By the way, no, no. Worst job I ever had. Ever. I worked at a, at a company. I was uh, a maintenance technician at a company uh, that was <laughs> cared very little for worker safety. Okay, I respect that. Um, it was a processing company, basically like like what a, what a quarry would do, but minus the actual digging on site. Like, product was shipped in, and then you process it. Okay. Um, one of the things <clears throat> they produced was, uh, you ever see that movie, Aaron Brockovich? 
I've never seen it, but Julia I know Roberts, it. But you know the general premise of it, right? I guess so. She's like a lawyer's aide, and they get a big settlement for these people who work for this company and live in the town around the company, and the company poisoned the water, basically dumping the shit into the water. Yes. And everyone has all these health problems and cancer and blah, 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 blah. Well, who are we doing? They said they want more lights. Oh, okay. So anyway, uh, the, the chemical that made all those people in that town sick was called hexavalent chromium. Okay. company I worked for produced that. No! They processed it. Wow. Yes. Now, when you went into the building when they were processing this particular chemical... They told you that you had to wear like a Tyvek suit and a respirator and shit. That's good. That's great. Except for the fact that you also have to do work around this building and there are plumes of smoke of this stuff billowing out the doors and they have no concern for your, you know, PPE at that point. Interesting. So no, I definitely left that job fairly quickly. That was probably the worst job I ever had. Wow. How long ago was that? Not that long ago. For real? Yeah. Ooh, be three years ago. I, that's fucking recent. Yeah. I, all right, I'm going to tell you mine if you care. <laughs> I do care. And so do the people, I bet. And the, it's dark. I hear it's dark. So I apologize for the Facebook feed being dark. We're talking about getting lighting, actually. It has been discussed. It was discussed. We're working on it. you got to start somewhere, as this is our first foray into multiple platforms. Simultaneous. <laughs> now the light's so bright here, it's shining off my head. <laughs> I don't have that problem. <laughs> all right. I quit college at the tender age of 18, okay? Smart move. And I was like, I'm going to get a full-time job and make all the money. And I had left um, a busboy position. Actually, was a waiter. No, it's still a busboy. A busboy position where I was making $50 a shift, which is pretty good. So I worked a double, and as a kid, I made $100 in cash. That's pretty good. And, like, I thought so anyway. $100 a day is a child. what year was this? 93. 94. That's solid money. Solid money, right? Yeah. 30 fucking years ago. So I I, re- I leave college because I'm failing everything. Uh, and I, so I leave. And I'm like, I'm going to get a job. And I had this older friend who worked in a bearings factory. Now, ironically enough, Maz, who was the drummer for the short-lived um, Superstar Galactica and is currently the drummer of Solo, still works for a variation of that company. To this day, making bearings. They would make bearings as big as this house. Yeah. That would go inside the space shuttle and shit like that. And But I'm a kid. I don't know anything about manufacturing or production. I'm 18. So I go in. They hire me. Fine. And I, I, I had to be up at like 5.30 in the morning, which when you're 18 is just staggering, right? Yeah. And I had to be on site. By 7 a.m. we start working. Like, boom, we're there. I'm like, this is insane. So I'm already like, uh, right? So I go in. I didn't. I couldn't afford work boots yet. My friend lent me boots. They were pieces of shit. And I wear them, and there's the whole thing. It's a factory, so it's a concrete floor. My little brain can't comprehend standing for eight hours on a concrete floor. I just can't fathom it. You realize this is what I do every day, right? I mean, I'm a roofer. Fuck off. So, But at 18, I didn't grasp it. I went from, like, baby shit life, college, and then now I'm in this real world. With adults, men who make money. Who are not pussies. Not, no. No. Very, very tough dudes. So it's like... I don't know. It was freezing cold. I got hired in February. It was freezing. There's no heat. And it was just one of my tasks. <laughs> the you, They had antiquated machinery literally from the late 1800s because it was the best way at the time. It wasn't all digital to make these bearings. Yeah. And it made, uh, you know what a hopper is? I get yes. No, a dumpster. 
like an industrial sized dumpster filled with mud which is the debris that comes out of these machines that grinds the metal and makes the shit. Yeah. I had to go in with a hopper on a forklift and I had no license to drive a forklift, I might fucking add, and no training, and put this big hopper and climb in manually with a shovel and empty the mud from the giant dumpsters into a hopper, take the hopper, dispose of it, bring the hopper back, and this was my life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, I don't I don't like this job and you have to get in. Oh, and it was waist high So it was kind of like standing in um quicksand Nice, because it was waist high and just shoveling it out. They didn't have a better system at this point But that's fine. I and like I, the idea of quicksand and I remember my legs My legs started to break out from the oil and whatever the fuck I yeah. meant So that was annoying and that wasn't every day But that was a cross like like that industrial sludge with a shovel and a bucket and that was my life for a little while Okay, fine. That's not even the worst part. Then inside sometimes, okay, there's there's a shell of a bearing. Then there's a cage, which is made out of brass. And inside the cage, all the little balls go in and the whole thing moves. Cages come out and they're like stamped metal and you got to polish off the edges. Yes. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And they're like, yeah, you got to, this week you're going to grind cages. And I'm like, what? So there were like 10,000 cages and I would get a cage. Grind and grind and grind and grind. I put it over there, and then there was nine thousand hundred ninety-nine cages left. And I get another cage, and I'd grind and I'd by hand. And I'm like, this, this is a waste of my intellect, sir. Now I did all this. I shut the fuck up. And when I got my paycheck, I think it was a hundred and sixty dollars after taxes. And I was like, what? What? So if I worked five days, five full eight-hour days, and you buy yourself lunch on the lunch truck and it's a whole thing, I made a buck sixty, bro. A buck sixty for slave fucking labor. I I worked five days at the restaurant. I would have made five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Yeah, it's a bad gig. So I didn't last long. And then my there's more probably, but that was that was about the worst of it. Oh, and then like my direct supervisor was probably into boys. Oh, that's rough. That was rough. That's not great. He didn't touch me or anything. I didn't, you know, but he was very nice to me. And then he wasn't very nice to me. It was like fighting with a chick. It was it was weird. It was a whole thing. That's strange. And then my friend, my friend got a job as a bill collector. It was a federal bond. It was probably a federal bond. All right. Anyway, on, over top of a blockbuster video, there was a place where if you didn't pay your finger hut catalog money, they, they'd call you on the phone like, "Where's our finger hut money?" Uh, can you fuck yourself? And that was eight fifty an hour. Like Columbia House trying to get yeah, some money yeah, yeah, out yeah. Of here. That's exactly what it was like. Because back then it was all mail, it was internet. And I'd be like, hi, I'm calling from the Figure Hut catalog. So, remember like, when we all learned those Columbia House CDs for a penny? I never did. No, you never, never did. I, I remember even then, I'm like, I don't want to get uh, caught up with my name and my information um, to be in that thing. You know? And then I had a girlfriend who did it. And then she was like addicted. Like she would just fork over like a hundred bucks a month for all these new cassette, cassette tapes. It wasn't CDs back then, it was cassette tapes. That's right. And she was on the fucking Columbia House ride. Well, you know what else you can do when you're a conniving piece of shit teenager? What? I'm not saying that I was one. Oh, you've never done this. It was 100% me. I'm going to own it right now. Oh, okay. I literally got the Columbia House brochures where you could order your introductory 10 CDs for a penny. Yeah. And I got like eight of them. And I made up fake names and sent them to all my neighbors' houses and just took them out of their mail. That's amazing. There's a couple of million laws that were broken there. I don't give a shit. Okay. 
Statute of limitations is long past. Fuck you, Columbia House. Uh, the Vex on Vex podcast does not condone any of the illegal things done by patrons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I want to tell the Howie Mandel story because we're getting towards the end. Oh, shit. We forgot about Howie Mandel. Uh, I didn't forget. I know you didn't. I forgot. I'm a liar. Okay. <laughs> Howie Mandel is on a different podcast, and it's Bill Maher. And Bill Maher says to him, hey, man, dude to dude, what's with the whole fucking, you got, like, germs issues, right? Yeah, he definitely is a germaphobe, right? And he's like, he won't shake hands with people. He won't. And he's like, I'm going to tell you right now, Bill, but it's not a fun story. And Bill's like, oh, I want to fucking hear this shit. I feel like when they start with it's not a fun story, it's probably going to be a fun story. Howie Mandel is roughly four, maybe five years old in this story. His parents take him to the beach, right? And they're playing on the fucking beach. And he's like chilling and he got bit by something right whatever he got bit by now i don't know what it is i'm not good at terminology but again he's four or five when this happens and he gets home that night and he's like scratching and as he's scratching and scratching he saw whatever's under his skin leave ah and he's four or five and he's like okay this this is odd so he goes and he tells his mommy and his mom's like oh my god this is this is scary you know i don't know what that is so we're going to take you to the dermatologist. Good call. So they take me to the dermatologist. But you got to understand, Howie Mandel's old as fuck. This is in the 60s, right? Yeah. Is he, maybe maybe 70s. I don't know. And it's fucking a long time ago. Howie's been around for a minute. He has. He's 40 years in, right? Yeah. So you figure he's 60-something. So this is in the 60s. It has to be. I mean, dude was, what? He was doing stand-up when we were kids. Yeah, in, in the early 80s. Yeah. Like 40 years. Okay. You ready? They take him to the dermatologist. The dermatologist says, oh. We have never seen this happen in a human being before. What happens is a specific fly lands on cattle and there might be an opening in the skin and they burrow and they lay their larva inside the skin. Oh, fuck you. We've never seen it happen to a person before. Next two days, whatever, three days, there's a, uh, a convention of people who do what I do, dermatologists. Can I bring your son? And can I please put them on the stage? And we're going to take care of this for you. We're not going to charge it. Right. But I want these people to see this it's anomaly. Because it's a thing. And he's like, well, my mom was cool, you know, four or five years old. So you got to figure, what is she, 24? She's yeah. a kid, the mom, right? right? She takes the little baby and they had him in his tidy whities And they lay him on a gurney. But it's in front of a bunch of doctors. And the mom's in the audience. So maybe it's like 40 people, dermatologists. And then no molestation or anything weird. Don't. It's not like that. But they get him on the thing, and he said they tied me down to the gurney. And he's like, even at four or five, I was like, that's odd. Right. And they were like, we've never seen this before. This is a thing of unprecedented blah, blah, blah. Here's how we're going to fix it. Now, you know what dry ice is, obviously? Yeah. Um, they use, now it's different, but this is in the 60s and 70s. They use a machine that more or less freezes your skin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it feels like it's burning your skin yeah. like dry ice would do. Yeah. And he's tied to a gurney and they start hammering his shoulder with this fucking ice thing. It bursts the skin open. They're burning him on a stage at yeah. four or five in front of 40 people. And he's like, ah, ah, he's screaming. His mother jumps up. She's like, get your fucking hands off my kid. She grabs him and they yeah. leave. Now, she won't take her back to the dermatologist. She's like, I can't do this to this child. Right. So she said every, or he said every night, and my mom did shit like this. You know what a hot compress is? Yeah. You get the fucking, like the washcloth. It's mm -hmm. red hot water. Yeah. And she'd find a spot where the eggs were because they were moving, right? They were all over his body. And they would take one a day. 
and she'd get it and she'd rub it and rub it and rub it with this washcloth till it burst through and then the hot water killed what was ever was in there and that was it. And it hurt, but it wasn't as bad as lasering it. Yeah. And he said it took almost a full year of every day getting a patch on his body where the larva was and his mother doing this with the fucking cloth. And this made him a fucking germaphobe for the rest of his life. 100% acceptable. That's fucking creepy and horrible. And, and so he's like, something as innocuous as being on the beach brought me a lot of pain. Yeah. And he's like, it's just in me. I don't want to touch anyone because what if they give me something? Dude, he's not even bald. You know that, right? No. He just shaves his head to avoid having germs in his hair. Well, so do you. You have a full head I'm hair. I'm bald as fuck. Like, my shit grows out like this. Yo, I'm trying to help you out, man. Krusty the Clown style. Nice. Like, like Hashi. <laughs> my hair, it's so fucking curly, I would look like Krusty the Clown. I really would. I really, That's really awesome. Would. You should do it. No. Everybody says, there's the voice. Everybody <laughs> says that I should do it. No, Krusty the Clown. No. Can't do it. Can't do it. Krusty <laughs> the Clown. Fucking Krusty Burger. <laughs> Dude's got his own restaurant. That's amazing. Man, and the TV Dad's Wrestling Podcast that you stopped listening to, because I could tell you didn't, the, the clowns are featured. Krusty's in there. Oh. Oh, oh that's a whole thing. Uh, do, we know, do we know Krusty's real full name? Oh, do you remember it with the superfluous third nipple? What is yeah. it? What is it? Herschel Krustovsky. It is Herschel Krustovsky. Dad's a rabbi. Who was the guy that he made up who was heavily insured? Oh, with the, with the beard? <laughs> yeah. What was that guy's uh, name? Irvin R. Murrow or some yeah. shit? <laughs> Uh, He's like Urban Armour is insured for I know this surprising too. amount of money. Oh, Rory B. Bellows. Oh, it really was Rory B. How do you know? That's a band name. Because I am a giant Simpsons fan. I'm an old Simpsons fan. The life of Rory B. Bellows is insured for a surprisingly large amount. So in the yeah. 90s, I was a little obsessed with the Simpsons. I'd come home from my stupid job, and they would be on every night yeah. for like two hours, like four episodes. So I would just eat and watch the Simpsons every fucking night. Why wouldn't great all right so then i met who became my second wife her name's dawn and dawn's like i don't like the simpsons which hurt my heart and she's like i watched you should never, never i should have rang that should have been the biggest red flag on the planet right there <sighs> it's a pretty big red flag if you don't like the simpsons you're possibly so she turned me on to family guy though i wasn't not into as good which i wasn't into and then i found american dad which i adore yeah you're that big a fan Roger the alien might be my spirit animal. <laughs> and if you think that. about a lot of I things. I can see that. I can see, I can see you guys hanging out. A lot of stuff together. Me and Roger. Love Roger. It's throughout my house. Like right behind you is a pillow. It's oh, a yeah. Roger pillow. I know. Oh, yeah. And then somebody gave me. Well, Samantha Firepants actually gave me a fucking. Um, what's that thing where they, they clone them in the computer? It's not clone. 3D print. Okay. A little Roger. Because you can't. Them. You can't. You clone them. You can't. Do you think, That's not what we're doing. Do you think they're cloning people? Right, right at the end of the podcast. Yeah, hundred percent. Really? Hundred percent. You think it's a thing? Without a doubt. Really? Hundred percent. I don't know if I believe it. I don't know. And then, do they not have belly buttons? Because <laughs> you're growing in a lab, and you weren't born by one. Mm. Hard to say. There's a topic for another show, I guess. Well, we can write it down. We'll put a pin in, as they yeah. said. We'll add it to the list that we'll get to it tomorrow. No, no. We are officially up to date. Yeah, we're doing well lately. We've been hitting it on our topics. It's somehow better than we usually do. It's making a list and checking it twice. That's right. Got to find out who's naughty or nice. I don't know. I think that's it, bro. It is. But the real question is, what's happening tomorrow, sir? 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the band of Starscream is performing at the Jackson Inn with ashes to vanity. Embers remain and our dear friends in the band Doghouse. And the order's wrong. So technically, Embers remain starts. Doghouse is second, then Starscream, then Ashes to Vanity. That's the order. You gonna come? Most likely. That's I'll a be that's there. most likely. It's not a yes, motherfucker. I'll be there. That'd be nice. Fuck you. And then Gutter Royale. I'm sorry, Gutter Royale. They don't like when I say Royale. You always do too, and I try to not say that. There's no, no E on the end of it. Royale with cheese? Yeah. Because <laughs> they got the metric system. <laughs> Uh, he's like, I know I didn't go to Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode number 169 of the Vex on Vex podcast. Morning, dude. Morning Radio 5. Dave, thank you. Always a pleasure, sir. The Vex on Vex podcast is available on the Podbean application on your phone under the Loud and Loaded Network. This is Vex X and Dave telling you. Have a good day. Stay frosty. I gotta shut this up. There we go. Every time. It's still on. <laughs> but that one's still on. Go hit the button. I don't know how to do Neither it. Neither do I.